what's up, dude? So, um, actually, can we start over? <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave it. You gonna leave but it? I'm not gonna cut it out. But I'm gonna leave it. <clears throat> so, uh, actually, you know, yeah, I got this one. Go so, what's up, dude? You know what? Don't even say anything because I got some stuff to tell you. What's up? So, um, I love watching the news, but I hate the current news cycle. And by the current news cycle, I mean the news cycle since about 2016. So, this time, to start things off, I'm going to read you some news stories that you might not have heard about. Let's do it. Up first. I really like this one. So, a woman named Karen, Gonzalez, was uh, in labor heading to the hospital. But she had them stop so she could vote. Really? Karen Gonzalez from Florida was in labor, having a baby, and had them stop so she could vote. Hot diggity dog. Hey, does Karen want another baby? <laughs> I wonder uh, which way she voted. She sounds hot, honestly. I mean, I just appreciate she's really bout it, bout it. And it's completely irrelevant what side she's on. Yeah. Just the fact that she was like, hold up. Let me squeeze my puss so this baby doesn't come out. And let me go vote right quick. Hold on, baby. Um, and I mean, it's just that whole idea of like, I want to know more about her. Is this her first time voting? Has she been voting, voting for a minute? Why didn't she vote beforehand? <laughs> I don't understand people that vote election day. I, I, I get it. Like, it's if, like if, going if shopping like a, on Black Friday. If you're, it's like a whole event, right? To where you're partaking in like in a, a ceremony, like you're going to, hey, let's day drink and then go vote. And then, you know, it's mm -hmm. like a, it's part of like the atmosphere, but you're running a risk. There's, meanwhile, there's like an entire goddamn month that you can vote with no lines. Yeah. No bullshit. You know? So, um. A Kentucky State Police training slideshow. Like, you know, if you're a state trooper or in Kentucky and you're sitting in annual training, watching PowerPoint death. Uh, it quoted Hitler, Robert E. Lee, and others, and advocated for violence. It was um, pushed to uh, kind of push for their warrior mindset for the state troopers there. What? That's a, that's like very fucking out there. Like yeah. It, it, so, at some point, recently, there was a uh, someone was getting ready to teach a class to the Kentucky State Troopers, and in their slideshow, they decided to quote Hitler and Robert E. Lee. There has to be like a context to it, right? Like uh, maybe was he was trying to be slick, or was it was it somebody active on the police force? Was it just a were they stupid and didn't like have the source of the quote and they just had the quote? There's a lot to it, isn't there? Yeah. Like what, what's going on here? Like, I want to know the inner workings behind this beast. Well, one slide titled violence of action, in addition to imploring officers to be ruthless killers, instructs troopers to have a mindset void of emotion and to meet violence with greater violence. That's a direct quote. Mm-hmm. A line from Adolf Hitler's fascist and anti-Semitic manifesto, Mein Kampf, is featured in the slide. The very first essential for success is a perpetually constant and regular employment of violence. So who reported it that this was, are they, was that like another officer was, hey, this is shit isn't right. You just quoted Hitler, my dog. So I'm going to report you and then blow this shit up. And that's part of keeping themselves in check, right? Like a uh, little self-policing action going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> self-policing. Instead of focusing on like, okay, this guy fucked up. We know it. What about let's praise that guy that did well? You know. Yeah. If, if I mean, because if he's sitting in the class, I'm sure he's a, he's a police officer as well, and he announced it, and he's like, hey, this is fucked up. I'm gonna call you out, G. I'm just curious why there's even a course at the academy for warrior mentality. Is it because it's not really like a warrior? Is it a warrior uh, occupation? I don't fucking know. What the fuck is a warrior occupation? I would say, you know. What the fuck's a warrior mentality? Yeah. And why are we teaching people that are supposed to protect and serve to be warriors? Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes 
yeah, it, there's a serving part and the protecting, and sometimes you want protectors to be like ready to be aggressive if ne- necessary. But it's not like a, you know, I can appreciate a cop that's like has BDE but doesn't need to show it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, you got big dick energy, you don't need to go around fucking pretending like you just got it or you don't. Well, yeah, and those are the dudes that, you know, if you're, if you got the big, if you got the big dick energy, you're probably not being a prick to people around you. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, a bunch of um, burglars broke into a fucking escape room business, right? Mm-hmm. And cracked open the safe and they only found riddles in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a joke either. That's a new that, story. That's a, imagine how, like, baffled you <laughs> you're just creating this you're performing this grand heist yeah you're cracking this fucking safe crowbar and it to death and you just find fucking riddles that you know the hr team just beat you to a couple hours ago yeah it's um have you ever done one of those safe rooms yeah i fucking enjoy them really there's actually one here that actually freaked me the fuck out dude so you're put into a fucking coffin well not a coffin but like a coffin size plywood box and, like, you got to get out of it. It's like you're being human trafficked. Really? It's fucking wild. It's, like, right next to the mall. What's, uh, what's the purpose of these these rooms? Are they, are they fun? Are they? Like- I, I think they're a good time, yeah. I mean, it's team building. You go with a group. You know, I've, I've gone through, like, with work people and just friends and shit. It's a, it's a fun, like, you definitely have to go, like, as a group and have some homies with you. But, like, it's actually really fucking, I, I, I enjoy the fuck out of them. And are, are they, like, solid Walk me through this process. Like, it's like, hey, all right, guys, welcome to the shop. Go stand in this room. Now we're going to lock it and figure it out. No, no, no. There's like a whole, they do some backstories and they're super themed. Uh, the most recent one I think I recall going to was, um, it was like a cowboy themed. We were trying to break the safe of the town bank or some shit. But there's clues hidden everywhere. You got to fucking solve puzzles, riddles. I really enjoy them. They're a good fucking time, dude. Interesting. Shared uh, pain amongst a group of people, right, or any kind of strenuous environment oftentimes does make them closer, Mm -hmm. Um, like with, you know, units and shit like that. I don't know if... uh, I I really don't like team-building exercises in corporate environments. I don't don't like it when it it feels like (laughs) team-building's... It, it's not, it's when it's intentional, it doesn't build a good team. When it's right. forced, yeah. You know, you have to let that, that's not one of those things where it'll be better if it's organic. Mandatory fun days. There's nothing more that I despise when I was in, in the military than mandatory family fun days. I don't give a fuck about the families. When I was in the barracks, Marine, uh, you know. Yeah, true. But I liked them when they were like uh, regimental. Like, not just company or battalion level when it was, like, a bunch of dudes that you don't know there. Because mm-hmm. more often than not, it's probably going to be a hot wife or seven. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I get that. Or, like, Sergeant Major's daughter. But I, I always, like, strayed away from base for, like, for puss. For, for oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's too risky. And it's I just nice to see a, a girl on a part of Pendleton. That's all dudes. You know what I mean? It was nice to see <laughs> us, us, any woman in 29 Palms. So uh, <laughs> when we would see a girl around the barracks, we would all hit the catwalk or the balcony, and everyone would just scream, girl, girl, everyone. Yeah. The, and then so then it came down that we weren't allowed to do that anymore. So then we just started yelling, squirrel. Mm-hmm. It was always so much fun because, like, some of the in one of the bricks we lived in, it was shaped like an H, so you know, basketball courts in the middle. So you'd always see, you know, some young Thundercat walking across with a nice young, you know, Southern California woman, and you just hear squirrel, 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 and then you have like forty half naked Marines on the balconies screaming squirrel or girl at this poor young lady yeah who you know she didn't sign up for that no absolutely not uh, and, and you know this uh this guy shout out to any girl that has gone back to the barracks you are special all of them that that takes some fucking lady balls shout yeah. out to every girl that goes back to the bricks yeah man that that honestly 
think think about that situation like as a as a woman i'm trying to right now yeah okay. and I you're walking very, into an infantry barracks i feel very 140 deeds unsafe fuck that yeah <clears throat> shout out to all the barracks rats realistically though that is probably a very safe place to be all you need to do is shout oh yeah and people are running to fucking defend you i don't know anyone that's gonna let another marine like rape a chick or anything like that like no no yeah you'll fuck your boy up for some shit like that oh yeah plenty of times i've seen that you know yeah um also but it is intimidating yeah no absolutely is intimidating uh i'd say like 95 percent of the barracks and you you hate this term but i'm gonna use it again 95 percent of the barracks are simps that's not true Ah, it's very high respecting women isn't being a simp no, no, no. Here, it's not about respecting women, right? Because you can respect women, but not be a fucking simp. What is a simp? <coughs> Whenever you wait, go- wait, wait, wait. First, define what a simp is for me. So, and this is to my collective knowledge, mm-hmm. what a simp is somebody that goes over the uh, over and ab- above and beyond, right? The call of duty, so to speak, to appease the uh, the, the the appease the young lady, right? Project her. Um, and which is that some parts of that are okay, right? Like uplifting people. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But then whenever it becomes a part where it's like, she literally does not give a fuck about you and you're white knighting, you're trying to fight other guys because of this girl that doesn't even know you exist. Oh, I think like what, simping. at what point does it become simping and just, cause like, are we not inherently supposed to try like as a man, try and protect a woman? But women don't need to be protected now. I mean, for for the most part, she didn't ask for your protection. Why are you over here trying to to overexert yourself and become a fucking white knight when she didn't ask for it? Well, yeah, I think there's a limit to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's more respectful to, like, allow her to handle her own shit. Hey, you're, I'm going to... Is a, holding a door simping? No. Holding a door is absolutely not simping. Is that buying dinner simping? Depends, right? Is going down on her first simping? Oh, that yeah, definitely. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, 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 that's one of my favorite activities. So I do that shit all the time. Okay, because because here, damn, I, you simp as fuck, then, huh? No, no, and so like you shouldn't. It's not a thing for me to like buy dinner for, especially for like friends, right? Yeah. For my for my boys for um, if I'm especially on a date, I'm not gonna go out of my way to change my character. Because then that becomes you're conflicting my personality and my morality. So you don't buy dinner on the date? I do. Okay, you do. Here's the thing. I, when's the last time you went on a fucking date? 2009? <laughs> exactly, right? So. And I, like I've been married since then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I divorced. Mean, I don't know. I, if I were to go on a date today, uh-huh. I, I, would, I would offer to pay, right? Um, and I'm going to offer. I'm, it's assumed. You're just going to do it. Yeah, I was gonna do it. Yeah, you know. But then if, again, like if we went out, right? Is that, is that fucked up? No, it's not. Honestly, it's just, it is what it is. It, it just it is what it is. I'm not a bitch, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm accepting some double standards as they are. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna die on that sword, you know. Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah, what's a dinner? But there. So let's check this out, though. Let's say if a friend of mine, a girl that I'm, I, I'm, I adore, right? Yeah, she. Last night gets uh, has wait relations. wait is it a a friend you adore that is a friend, or is it someone you're trying to fuck that's a friend? Somebody that I'm trying to uh, make my girlfriend. Okay, right. This is a completely fake scenario. This, so, this yeah, yeah, yeah. is my real life. Just okay. Fucking I'm making up this entire shit. Yeah. This is this is you would call me a simp if I did this. Where there's this girl and I love her and mm-hmm. and she's never given me that kind of romantic attention. Yeah. I'm just a, a friend to her, you know? Yeah. She's made it clear to me, but here I am thinking that I'm going to sway her with so, my, so she has made it clear. You have made, she's the yeah, attention. She, she just lets you know, nah, we're just homies. She called it's, me bro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey dude, can you, uh, so last night, let's say, right. She has romantic relations with the, with the young, uh, Ooh, and you get butt hurt. <laughs> yeah, like you're a young, on the nice guy mode, devilish character in yeah. costume, you know. Yeah. And so she, no, no, you don't get butt hurt. She calls you to come pick her up. Ooh. From the dude's apartment. Hey, I'm far from my car, and uh, I don't want to get an Uber. Can you give me pick me up? And yeah, yeah, sure. And so I pick her up, 
And I stopped to get her coffee and breakfast on the way to her car. Oh. That's simping. Okay, yeah. That's a simp. Does that make sense? I mean, I just, I, I don't, I yeah. still don't like the term, but that just seems like a very hard lack of self-respect. Right. Whenever it goes above. But see, if it was just one of my homegirls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Like, I'll pick you up and we'll go grab brunch when you still got dick on your breath and we're going to laugh about it. Check it out. If it's one of my friends, they know me already, and they're like, hey, can you come pick me up? My phone, like, you know, yeah. my phone's about to die, and I don't want to get an Uber. I look like shit. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm on my way. Have your fucking um, wallet ready because you're buying me coffee. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, she's buying me fucking coffee mm-hmm. and breakfast. You know, like, hey, I'm not going to yeah. demand it. My friends know. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're cool like that. You know, There's like, good manners. They're yeah. simple manners. And if she doesn't, I'm literally going to address it. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this? You're not going to get me coffee? Yeah. Ho- hold on, fucking Tatiana. What are you doing? This, is, I'm, this isn't a fucking Yeah. Uber, I'm, not, you know? I'm, not, I'm not asking here for a Beads or an HJ, but, you know, you buy me a fucking cup of coffee for picking up your stank ass. Yeah. And let's say, worst case scenario, completely broke, lost my wallet. Yeah. Freaking out. You know, I need help. Different scenario. All right, ho, give me those earrings as collateral. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Run them jewels. Uh, but not like, you know, the stress is increased. You're my friend. I'm not going to treat a female friend any differently than I would my male friend. Yeah. You know? I'm treating them both equally shitty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But I'm a good friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a good friend. I have some. Uh, some- you got to fuck me over a lot of times for me to just cut you out. I'll be real about it. Are you a fan or do you subscribe to the whole, uh, if people are negative in your life, cut them out? Have we talked about this before? I don't think so. How, how so negative though? What do you mean? Um, if they have a negative influence, if um, they're negative Nancy's, if they're negative to my motherfucking bank account, what's going on? Pop meme culture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, remove negative people from your life, post oh, it on my story. Yeah. So when I see those people, I'm like, who the fuck is that has, has that much influence over your life? Now I get there's people that are like are, are, are waning on, on your energy. So this is going to be some like I'm 14 and this is deep type shit. But uh, no one could drive you crazy unless you give them the keys. Oh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not I, I don't I don't cut people off, man. Like I, I just don't talk to people as much as I would like to. Or maybe that's on purpose. Yeah. But in, at the end of the day, I don't like. I'm not, I'm a fucking adult. I don't cut people off, you know, like yeah. grown ass man, dog. I'm not cutting people off. I'm, I'm more of a, um, if there's only so long or so many times that, uh, you could wrong me until I'm not, I'm not really going to address it with you. I just, cause I, I'm not going to give it the energy. It's just, you are no longer going to get any sense of energy from me. I like, yeah. I, I, there is, I mean, I'll be real. Like I, unfollow and block people on social media all the fucking time just because it's one of those things where yeah. if you're not a positive influence and not not necessarily a positive influence but if you're just not valid or you know if you've just become kind of uh, a ghost of my past yeah. sorry that that's absolutely fair and that is something that you that you can do right like but my sentiment towards that Right. Uh, what I was trying to say was like, I don't go out of my way. You don't mean that much for me to say like, oh, who's going to be there? Is uh, Chris going to be there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, oh, I cut Chris off. I'm yeah. not going unless Chris is. I'm with know. you on that. Yeah. Like that's some whole shit. Like, oh, yeah, I don't really like that guy, but I don't give a shit. I don't really. I'm not going to. I just won't talk to him. Yeah. You know, or if I do like it, I'll, I'll be just be short. Like it's, it's a matter of how much of me I'm going to give to you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Chris is also a made-up person. A lot of the times I make these references, made-up scenarios and made-up, you know. I I, I could be sitting here talking about an exchange I had in fifth grade and make it sound like it happened yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, I I want to make those... uh, I feel like every day, like, I encounter a weird scenario Mm -hmm. that I want to make a joke out of or, like, that I'm like, why the fuck did this happen to me, you know? Yeah. Today I was driving with my uh, I had a some brunch with my uh, friend and his wife, mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> so I'm, I'm driving, right? And there's a truck that blocks. I was talking to them about words that I wish that I could use, but not in the manner that they were formed. The forget word. Forget? For, the, the word that sounds like forget. It's a very ugly word. And oh, I, and, and, and oh, I, yeah. oh, yeah. It's what, it's what the Brits... Um, Call cigarettes. Or yeah. Yeah. So that word... I would like to use, right? But not, but I wouldn't ever because it's a very derogatory and it's an ugly word. But because of like the way it's structured, it ends with a T. It has like some very strong. Oh, it vowels. just feels good to say. Yeah, like, like well, it, it feels it, very direct. Good on the mouth. Right, right. Yeah. It, it works well for a very, it's a very aggressive word, you know? Yeah, it feels good to say in the sense of like physically. It actually feels good to say. And so as yeah. I'm explaining this, they're in the car and, you know, they, you get, they get what I'm, you know, putting yeah. down. Uh, there's a, a truck, right? A big Sierra that that fucking pulls up and uh, and it blocks the intersection. Newer model, newer model. Yeah. Those are some nice trucks. Those are really nice trucks. Yeah, I could see like the interior, by the mm. way, and it was like. And their bed has so many different doohickeys and storage really? compartments and like a step for us short motherfuckers. Yeah, GMC Sierras are nice. Uh, GMC. My next door neighbor has one. Shout out GMC. Yeah, holding it down. Yeah. So this this truck, mm. I was like, case in point, I would call. This person, the forget word. However, I wouldn't because it's a you yeah. know it's a derogatory term. Like this person driving the truck because they they fucking they're being dickhead, right? There's other words I can call this person, but they deliberately did that. Mm. So the window rolls down, right? As I'm explaining this, like, oh, this is a perfect example of some yeah. time that I use this word. And the person uses it on you. No, no, uh -huh. the person is somebody that would have been called that derogatory term. Oh, you would have accidentally committed a hate crime. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, just my luck. It was, you know, somebody that, that would have been affected by this word. Yeah. And I couldn't use that word. Yeah. So that's why those words aren't good to just, they're good to eliminate from your even mm. thought process. I want to make up new words to, to demean people. I like some old phrases. Like what? I, I've, I've just been thinking about that. Um, when was the last time you called someone a cocksucker? That's a, that's a, you fucking cocksucker motherfucker. Oh, okay. Like aggressively, not like romantically. No. Oh, you fucking cocksucker. You, you. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. Try I didn't it think, out. I didn't, I mean, yeah, but. It's quite literal. And, and. and yeah. I, I don't think I could use it in any other way than not aggressively. Two tongue in cheek. Derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two tip in cheek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, cocksucker. I mean, there's just. There's an art to insulting someone. I I I'm a fan of other uh, countries like usage of the the English language to to uh, d speak derogatory towards towards people. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I think like the the Scottish and the Brits and the, the Australians have like a bunch of funny, you know, yeah. ways of of I, uh, funny shit. I'm a big fan of um, saying things that to insult people that they don't really expect. Like, oh, you fucking crooked back polio looking motherfucker. Or um I I I called a um larger woman on two eighty one the other day. I was coming home from getting coffee and she wouldn't merge. You know, like when you're getting onto the highway and yeah. they're in the right lane mm -hmm. and then my lane is fucking ending mm -hmm. and they're not slowing down or mm -hmm. speeding up. Mm -hmm. I know exactly the type. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to fucking just drive up next to them and say, like... I called her a I, fat donut-eating bitch. Huh. She wasn't eating a donut. And I love eating donuts. I love donuts. There's a bag yeah. of donuts behind you on the couch. Sick. Yeah. But, like, I don't know why... <clears throat> I wish I had, like, a neon light in the back of my window that just... Like, I would pull up in front of people and go, why did you do that? Ooh, I like giving people the thumbs down. Ooh, strong. Yeah, just look them in, look them in the fucking eye and just... Disapprove. Give him a little stink face, you know? Like yeah. you smell like a little fizz face. Shout out Mac Dre, I'm gonna do it for the bay. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I fucking hate driving in Texas. You motherfuckers cannot drive. You motherfuckers cannot drive. First off, there's shit all over the fucking roads all the time. I don't know why there's fucking debris every fucking where. I saw fucking six armadillos on a cat driving back from the grocery store yesterday in the fucking road. On a cat? And a cat. Oh, and a cat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know if the cat was alive or not. Oh, man. And then um, like fucking, you guys just fucking, you, you drive the speed limit. Yeah. 
what the fuck? Yeah. Hey. You don't have to drive the fucking speed limit. It's a suggestion. They give you about 10 over. Low and slow. No. Low and slow, baby. In the left lane driving the speed limit. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? <clears throat> so here's the thing. A lot of people come from out of Texas to live here, right? Yeah. And so they're, they bring their driving habits. Mm-hmm. I know this is in, in Austin a lot. This isn't that anymore, you know? Like, you, you, I'm not saying you have to appropriate, but hey, when we're all, we're all on the same program here, you know? Yeah, and I uh, need to hurry the fuck up. I, I man, I I don't like whenever somebody's hauling ass and rides my shit. I I don't brake check people. I was I was uh, obviously like I don't ride and uh, I don't drive in the the fast lane if I'm not going, I think ten over, right? I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I my comfort zone is in the slow lane, and I'll stay there. However, if you're riding my ass in the slow lane, I'm going to scoot over a little bit, have you pull up, and then I'm just going to give you a fucking uh, a stern look, you know? I shouldn't have to hit my brakes if I'm driving in the left lane. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't get traffic. I, traffic is beyond me, man. I, I'm not going to say that we're good drivers. We're not. We're, yeah. we're pretty shitty drivers. Um, however. I do appreciate the car culture here, though. Yeah. I'd say it's second to, because I like like low riders. Mm-hmm. Uh, California is is like low rider, yeah, capital. You know, um, our car culture is mostly like trucks, and then there are some. Well, there's a little populations of like old cars and you know kind of beaters that are you know people are, are cool beaters though you know yeah, um, big trucks are obviously the the thing. Um, not my thing. You just reminded me of one of my favorite memories that I haven't thought about What's that? in fucking years. Um, one of the times I was coming home on leave from Pendleton, uh, I was flying out of LAX and one of the homies, uh, one of our machine gunners, he was from, uh, you know, Mexican cat, East LA, South Central. Mm-hmm. One of those, fu- I don't fucking know the neighborhood, but, um, I was, uh, I went out. That Friday night, um, got a hotel room with the girl, did the whole Venice Beach thing, uh, then linked up with him to grab lunch, and then uh, he was going to get me right to the airport. His uncle ended us ended up driving us to LAX in a black 6'4", Impala, switches, everything, the full gold Dayton's, just like... And he was this fucking big ass Mexican dude, shaved head, tattooed head. And I'm just fucking sitting in the backseat driving to LAX with a fucking high and tight and Oakley sunglasses. But like, fucking, that was the coolest fucking shit, you know? Like, growing up, you know, gangster rap was fucking, I ingested this shit. I fucking loved it. And, and here you are now in California on the West Coast driving to LAX. In a six four, yeah, that's uh, that's with a, a scary Mexican dude who probably has a gun, like yeah, in California, and like you know, I've grew up on you know, I, there was scary Puerto Rican dudes with guns growing up or all that stuff, but it's different. It, it's different in Cali. Yeah, that it, there's a uh, that culture, right? It, it it it's like you're uh you're you know you're outside of your comfort zone. It's it's like another world. I mean, we don't appreciate how large and different America is, and how like each city has its own culture and its own way of doing things and its own myths and mm-hmm. the essence to it. You know, like you name a city and at least one I've been to, and I could tell you like how it felt. Right. So. There's like a certain level of expectation. Like if you if you go to California, you want to see the Impalas, and you want to see like some gangsters out there that are yeah. Just, but you, you also want to you know safe, but maybe will I see a celebrity? You know what I mean? There's like a yeah. A Is there gonna be aura. a Lamborghini? Yeah. And you kind of get disappointed if you don't get to experience that. Like you get there and it's just all like Elantras and fucking know? Camrys, yeah, and, and just normal suburb life, yeah. Um, but you kind of. If whenever you go somewhere new, right? This is my I, I want to get the full experience, right? So like the times that I've gone to go visit other places, I want to do what the locals do 
for the most part, for like 80% of the trip, right? Yeah. Do a couple, you know, kind of touristy things. If there's a touristy thing that's a not miss or like an iconic historical or something, like, I'll, I got to hit it. Right. But then, like, I want to go see what, you know, I want to I wanna feel wanna, what it's like to be here, be from here. You want to full, I, I encourage everybody that, you know, whenever you go, uh, one thing I regret not doing whenever I was en- enlisted um, I didn't go visit friends that were from other places. I got the o- I offers, you know. I yeah. brought people with me to Texas uh, a few times. Yeah, I even brought one of my junior Marines at the time to Texas to come visit and experience it. And just because I love my experience, like he was from Texas, but he was from like Houston, Dallas, and like uh, suburb areas. And I was gonna bring him to San Antonio from where I'm from, and he was like, he, "Do he?" I from what he told me, and I was like, seeing the exp- there's genuine expressions. Like, saw the women. Yeah. We have beautiful women here. Like, what? Yeah. We have fucking beautiful, especially in the South Side. Uh, I would venture to say that <clears throat> besides San Antonio, the most beautiful women that I've encountered, uh, obviously, like, San Diego is, is up there. Um, Texas in general, right? Like, the Valley, Austin, San, like, some parts of San Antonio. Like, not the suburbs, but, like, the... Are we, are we talking continental U.S.? Yeah, yeah, continental U.S. Oh, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. The thing is that... I like big thighs. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of a requirement there. Like, uh, a lot of Polish and Russian over there, right? Oh, we Polish and Dodrek over there. I don't speak Polish. Is yeah. that... What is that? Is that, that was Polish, yeah. Dodrek is like, hello, friend. And we mean Popolsku means we speak Polish. When I was growing up, I was told that if you speak multiple language, it's a, it, it, languages, it's a sign of intelligence and, and, and good character, and you kind of look, it's an admirable quality to have. And somewhere along the lines, we kind of stopped valuing that. No, now, no, we still do, just Spanish doesn't count. Oh, uh, okay. I mean... Is that it? When you look at it, yeah. It's, uh, if, if you told me, oh, yeah, I speak French, I'd be like, oh, no, word? Exactly. Yeah. But now if we go to fucking uh, Taqueria down the street and you start talking to him, ordering for me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's fucking Tuesday. <clears throat> I think it's, like, normal, but at the same time, like, it, it sounds nice. I enjoy speaking Spanish. I was talking to this uh, yesterday when I was in Austin. I was talking to this uh, Cuban girl, and mm. but their Spanish is a little bit Way different. different. Yeah. and uh, it was You like, guys weird. speak weird Spanish. We do. Like, it, I, I, It's not weird. It's just our Spanish. Yeah, I came up listening to Puerto Rican Spanish, which is fucking English. Yeah, I, I have a I have very difficult time uh, communicating with somebody in Spanish that's Puerto Rican. Yeah. It's just really fast. It's all one word. Yeah. You kind of just have to get the vibe. Mm-hmm. And our, our Spanish is pretty Tejano. Mm. Now I'm, I'm talking about myself directly yeah. um, when I say our because like my cousins and my friends, they, you know, they go to Mexico and they speak fluent and perfect Spanish. I grew up saying words that aren't real words. Mm-hmm. And I kick myself in the ass all the time and I have to always check to see like, hey, what is the fuck is like um I'm we made up this word. It's uh frentoso, right? Now the real word is afrentoso, which is like basically like weird oh. or just like peculiar. Yeah. Uh and the word that <clears throat> the phrase that I was using was completely made up. And it uh I would what I, I was trying to project is somebody, a person that's pretending or like going too hard to pre uh create like a character like mm. you know what i'm saying like a, yeah. the, the scenario would be like um if i'm trying really hard and i'm making a show of like something that i did right yeah like you're being that word like for that made up word frentoso or whatever like yeah. you're trying really hard to be something that you know you're over or over exaggerating the circumstances mm-hmm. but yeah so i had to i have to unlearn a lot of shit that i grew up saying how um How often do you use Spanish? Average week. <clears throat> Average week, I'd say uh, no. I, I'm gonna be completely honest. Daily, I speak Spanish daily. Fucking a, dude. Yeah, I I was really like my Spanish was spot on as a kid because mm-hmm. you know spent a lot of time around my grandmother, and then just like with age, kind of lost it just because um, you know I'm very white, and I have a very very Hispanic last name. And in school, uh, when I would speak Spanish, oh, I got made fun of. Really? Hard. By who? Spanish kids. Oh. Yeah. 
<clears throat> like in my my realm over here, whenever they see me, and then like I here's the thing, like it, no matter who you're talking to, like you were talking to a French person, and you go out of your well, let's, let's you attempt the language, yeah, fuck the French yeah, though, yeah, dicks. fuck the French, yeah, yeah. I, I went I went to France and 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 I tried to speak French. Mm-hmm. I know they knew what the fuck I was saying. Yeah, I could speak a little bit enough to get by and order food and stuff like that. I was saying it right. I know I was. That's how it wasn't. So shout out the Okinawan people, Okinawa, Japan. Mm -hmm. Because if you give them just a tiny bit of Japanese, especially if it's like more Okinawan type stuff, because they, 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 um, their own dialect. They're kind of like a Puerto Rico to America with Okinawa, Japan, but more of a part of it. But, um, yeah, they, you tried a little bit and they wide open arms. By far the favorite, my favorite people I've ever fucking 15, 16, like I've been to a lot of fucking countries mm-hmm. that Okinawan people are my favorite peoples. Yeah. That I, it is the show of effort, right? It shows that you care and yeah. you try. I mean, it's not that you, I hate using the word care because it's kind of like. I respect their culture enough to try and, and not force mine on them. Right. And it's not that you're like. Oh, I'm 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 caving to this place that I'm at, or the people that I'm trying to communicate with. I'm just showing like something about myself, you know. Like it, I think it's a good show in yourself as a person, right? If you attempt to try to grow, and by the, whether that's a language or like you're watching a game that you're not familiar with, or yeah, I I, I think case. it's just a, a lot of a matter of respect. Yeah. So whenever I I they see me approaching like a taco truck or. Yeah. Somebody in my family or things like that, you know, um, and I speak Spanish. Yeah. They always tell me, like, my Spanish is, is, is pretty. Like, I, they always say, like, no, cuando hables es muy bonito, whatever, yeah. you know, like, or it, it, it's just, it's not that I'm speaking correctly. It's, I think, the way in which I'm I'm attempting to try to communicate with them. Yeah. When, like, you know, because I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to have this weird conversation where I'm speaking English and they understand me and they're speaking Spanish where I understand them. Yeah. And when, you know, no, 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 you know what? Hey. Which, which I've always felt a pinch of embarrassment when someone speaks to me in Spanish and I can't respond in Spanish. <clears throat> Cause like I'm supposed to, I'm half fucking Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? Well, you're not, so, you know, is it I'm supposed, supposed to. to, no, I am. I, I, I feel like you do have an obligation to, be able to communicate with your people. Yeah. Well, I mean, l- at least you're conscious of it, and it's not perfect right now, but... Yeah, like, I'm legitimately working on Duolingo and stuff. I've been trying to speak more Spanish with my son. I just don't want my son to have the... Um, first off, anyone in America, if you could speak Spanish, you're going to make more money and get more jobs. Right. And you need to speak Spanish. This idea that in America you speak English is wrong. English has never been the... It wasn't the first language spoken on this land, and it's never been the only one. Right. And yeah, we, we, we wrote shit down in it. Mm-hmm. But come on. You need to speak well in English. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to communicate. with. If you, okay, look. Let's think like a capitalist, right? Yeah. You think a company would fucking not try to market their brand, their, their products to uh, everybody? Oh yeah, I, we, we're gonna put this. We're gonna put this fucking label out, and we're gonna put French on it. We're gonna put Spanish on it. We're gonna put German on it because you know what? We want your money. Well, and it's also if you're gonna sell internationally, you have to. Yeah. Um. Regardless, like people that are living here, you know, you put it put put it in every language. Mm-hmm. That's a capitalist agenda, right? Be uh, stick to what stick to your guns. You want to make more money. You want to be a better person. You want to get a better job. Start learning how people talk. Being able to Com, uh, effectively communicate in any realm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm in communications basically, uh, in the IT world, and and you know, tech, and yeah, that's communications. We're in the the business of helping people communicate. Mm-hmm. The worst thing that we do is, is communicate with each other. That the hardest part for the, re- the reason why Amazon, a company like Amazon, is so successful, is because they document everything. I, I've seen the inner workings, yeah. like the, the way they document and communicate projects, the way they have their workflow. Track everything. They, they track everything. They, and then if uh, even with their customer base. Their project management is key. It's phenomenal. Yeah. They're they a well-oiled machine, and they are 
not going to stop. Mm-hmm. They're just and d- copy that. Yeah. You think that that Amazon only has one language? Mm-hmm. No, they have every language. They w- they want you to buy their product. I saw a post on Reddit yesterday that the book they ordered off Amazon was printed yesterday. Like the day before. Say it again. Someone ordered a book on a Friday and when they received it on Saturday, the book had they found out that the book had been printed on Friday. Wow. Wow. All through Amazon. Amazing, right? That is that, fucking amazing. Like this entire book was printed. I mean, fuck Bezos. But I mean, real recognize real. That is fucking impressive. Look, if you're good at something, do like, the fuck like, out of it. Do the fuck out of it. And they are doing the fuck out of it. I think we'll start our OnlyFans. You can start OnlyFans? If you're good at something, do the fuck out of it. Right. I'm yeah, good I, at taking dick pics. Mm. Really? Mm. How'd you, uh, have you received positive feedback from your, uh, yeah. Yeah. Expeditions. Mm-hmm. Your engagements. I think I'm, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I'm all about equality. It's November. Start only fans. Donate half the money to men's charities. Yeah. To, uh, you know, uh, prostate, uh, cancer. <clears throat> it's, you know. It, yeah. No, it, I, I can fucking do that. What? Actually, like. I I don't understand the whole concept of OnlyFans. One, I I I could not, I couldn't just do that. But secondly, when was that time you paid for porn? I paid for a girl's OnlyFans. Uh, I I don't think I've ever paid for pornography. Which okay, here here's a, there's a mindset behind that, right? Uh, that is a very simp thing to do, right? However, I didn't want to go through the efforts of maybe. Dating this girl or oh you know her yeah yeah, yeah I know her and okay, so well, like I was in communication I was in communication with her and like you know she created an OnlyFans and I'm glad that I didn't follow through with it did she inform you did she send you the OnlyFans and then you signed up for it she posted that she was creating an OnlyFans oh, did yeah. you ask for the link no she she shared it okay I'm not saying that like um because like her person like it, it was all it was was like us like kind of exchanging like flirty chats, but all in the form of being like a hookup. Yeah, it was never like I, there was no like romantic interest. It was just a hookup. And yeah, I, I I I think my question was based off of did she just like were you guys talking and then like she was like oh check this out wow oh check this out sucker yeah yeah I mean brother no it's a uh, pay me to see these titties. I I respect it. Yeah, right? I I'm, I I've been saying this for a long time. Whereas, like, you might as well you're sending these out for free. You might as well get paid for it. You just, know, just like other than that, like I just I, I I've never paid to, for a fucking you know porn website. I've, I've just the idea of paying for pornography just seems absurd to me. Nudie magazine day. Yeah, there's there's you can find titties everywhere. Yeah, paying to see titties is fucking dumb. Yeah. I don't don't get me wrong. I like to support small local female owned businesses, but paying for pornography is fucking silly. It is, um, and it's a billion billion dollar industry. Right. I have um, bought into the like sex culture, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I've bought toys. Yeah, I've I've, I've bought things you know like i I, so that's part one of of the best care packages i ever got in my five years in the marine corps on one of the deployments uh one of the homegirls uh sent me a flashlight nice yeah i I fucked the shit out of that thing and then left it in the uh in okinawa the ceiling tiles there's one that you could like open it's like a drop ceiling you could leave shit up there so i left the flashlight up there for the next marines that were set for the mew you know troop welfare yeah, it's somebody, decor. somebody left me their uh, nudie magazine in uh, one of my barrack rooms whenever I went in. Nice. Appreciated it. Good gesture. Yeah. Uh, at the same time. Found pornography is always great pornography. Right. Do you ever uh, sneak a look at some of like the top shelf stuff at your at your house whenever you're young or whatever? Go over to dad's and. Oh, yeah. My dad had a. Uh, <laughs> you remember China? Yeah. Oh, that. WF? Mm. He had that. I, I, he had that. 
Playboy or Satan looking at that thing. But also around the time where I discovered beating my dick, uh, the internet was a thing already. So I was, you know, sneaking onto the household desktop in the kitchen, waiting 12 minutes to see a clitoris. Oh man, that that just made me cringe for yeah. some reason, you know. That the and then not even jerking off there, just staring at it long enough to get a good mental image, <laughs> and then <laughs> spanking the monkey. Yeah, now kids um don't have to deal with that, but I mean, people have to use their imaginations. I did that recently. I use my uh, my imagination. Which for majority, of the, I don't want to say majority. Yeah, you know, fuck it. Majority of the time, I'm jerking off. It's it's to the highlight reel. No phone, no nothing. I'm straight up. Yeah. I don't... Um, playing this, you know, fucking sports center, top 10 plays of the fucking decade. One time I, I I had an image in my head of somebody that I wanted relations with. Ooh. And I never got it, so I thought it was a jinx to myself, and I've never done that again. Ooh. Yeah, I, I was like, oh. That's like touching the Stanley Cup. Oh, is that, is that a thing? If you touch the Stanley Cup... You you will never win one, if you didn't win it. Really? Yeah. I like sports. Uh, yeah. The myths, the superstitions, superstitions. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Those if, are you, cool if you touch the Stanley Cup, you'll never win it. Was it you have any other good uh, sports superstitions that uh, you know of? Oh, so so I I've I've had one that I keep I've I keep throughout my life mm-hmm. uh, since playing little league baseball. Um, I don't wash a jersey till the season's over. Mm, good one, classic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, colored laces, certain pairs of socks, uh, things like that. I, I jerked off before every game. Interesting. We were undefeated senior year, high school baseball. What up? No one's a state? Huh? It was the Catholic school league, so we didn't get anything. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. We weren't, we, they weren't very good teams, but we were still undefeated. So I don't give a fuck. Interesting. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, I, did, I, I had to jerk off for every game, uh, every deployment. I jerked off on the plane ride leaving America and the plane ride coming home to America. Think, talking about socks, I, I just thought about this and deployments or whatever. Mm-hmm. Good good gesture, but it goes, um, if it, it falls on, on, on ill, Ill, good intent, bad judgment, right? For, mm-hmm. for the socks, when people send care packages, you know, some of the things that we always need, right? When we're um, like, what can you remember? That you always like valued in a care package. Some more socks, uh, dip. Now here's the thing though. Batteries. What color were the socks? Did you specify that? Oh yeah, I always wanted black socks. You wore black socks, black socks on deployment. Always. We're not allowed to wear white socks. Yeah, we wore brown socks though. Yeah, I wore black. Really? You're not black. Huh. I I always wore brown socks, right? Oh yeah, I always wore black socks. So uh, not allowed to wear white socks, which is the socks that everybody sends. Yeah, yeah. You in camis, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna go PT. You could put on white socks. Well, and there's always that myth too that like, oh yeah, if you're wearing white socks and you get blown up and you lose your fucking leg, if you're wearing white socks, they'll hold it against you and you won't get disability or they won't fucking pay for your health care. I heard that one. I also yeah, it's heard- like one of those weird barracks rumors. Yeah, and then. Uh, if you wear unauthorized uh, skivvy shirts and they melt to you, if they're the nylon ones. That one. I heard that one a lot. They or were if like, you get a bad sunburn, they'll charge you with destruction for of uh, government property. Were any of those true? Yeah. The last one. Really? Yeah. If, if you fuck up your body by being negligent while in the military, you can be charged on the UCMJ. UCMJ is Uniform Code, code of Military, military. Justice. Yeah. It's a separate set of laws that... Um, our uniform forces are under, oh, you're about to, mm. I, I read the whole fucking thing. Really? Yeah. Uh, I have this rule where um, you have to know the rules if you're going to break them. Mm. So um, what's interesting is you could be charged under the UCMJ, so you could do 20 years for murder under the Uniform Code of Military Justice in a military prison like Leavenworth, and then you could also do it in a regular jail too. There's no such thing as double jeopardy if you're charged under UCMJ and can be also charged in a uh, civilian court. Wow. So people don't know that. And also I think people will find this interesting that under the UCMJ, if you sleep with somebody's wife, uh, adultery is a punishable crime. Adultery is a punishable crime in, in the military. Also, you're only allowed to do missionary anals against the rules. Did not know that. Really? You, yeah. You can get charged for anal sodomy. 
Wow. I did not know that. There was a, there's one time in the barracks, mm-hmm. as terrible stories usually go, uh, somebody's wife was visiting the barracks. Summer five. And I heard that there was sodomy, like so, like the charge, because somebody got charged for mm-hmm. that. And she was like, you know, having engagements with that. Yeah. She didn't get in trouble at all, obviously. Yeah, right? she's a civilian. However, the the barracks marine uh, got charged for like, we. Cause this is all I, I like heard yeah. scuttlebutt, right? Scuttlebutt in military jargon. Cheese man. Yeah, it's cheese man. It's, it's uh, gossip for the white folk. Yeah, it's uh, he sodomized somebody's wife, and in my mind at the time, <laughs> I thought that like with a broomstick or something. Uh, yeah, like it sounds terrible. Like yeah. you say, he, oh, he sodomized somebody's wife. He's getting charged. I'm like, oh, that dude's a fucking punk. No, it's man. a fucking a, a thumb in the butt is sodomized. I I thought that he like you know raped her or no, something. That's, that's just the shy city C. Uh, I'm, it sounds completely ignorant. However, uh, yeah, that was a real scenario. It's wild, yeah. Um, I won't name any names, but uh, in a infantry battalion, there's a special platoon of people that could kill people from far away. And one of the homies in that kind of platoon, there was a contract marriage situation. One of the homies banged a chick who was contract married to an either way right. got kicked out of the special platoon for it. So that's fucked up. A contract marriage is a, a marriage that people uh, because, you know, you get paid more and you yeah. get to move out of the barracks if you're married. So sometimes this happens to where sometimes all the fucking time yeah, you, yeah. you marry a fucking home girl. Yeah. So you could fucking she gets fucking health care and Benny's. And you get out of the fucking barracks. And you know what? If they want to, come move to Southern California. We'll have a good time. And sometimes there's like some financial reimbursement for that. Like, yeah. you know, she'll get, you know, paid or compensated because he's going to get a lot more money. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that's what a contract marriage is. But dude, I think one of the worst uh, stories that people shared in the barracks, like during my time there, this really happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever uh, units come back from deployment, the uh, you go through the whole Purple Heart ceremony, right? Uh-huh. Well, this wasn't my unit. It was in a different unit. I had just got back. Yeah. Uh, this is like my last year in, like 2014. Same hood, though. Yeah, exactly. Across the street from us. Yeah. So, uh, one there was a. Whenever your unit is away, you still can get new pe- new Marines coming mm-hmm. into your unit. Yeah, we had combat replacements in Afghanistan. Exactly. We had a kid that graduated SOI like three weeks before. Yeah. In Afghanistan with us. Straight to it, right? Ah. Yeah, and then off off, off he goes. Yeah, he got butt-fucked. So this particular situation, the unit gets back. They have Marines with the unit that are new there. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a bad attitude one. and I, Well, maybe he didn't have a bad attitude, but the story comes off as he had a bad attitude. Yeah. Anyways, they're at the Purple Heart Ceremony where they also announced the people that, that have were KIA, right? Mm-hmm. Well, during this ceremony, this guy falls asleep. Oh, yeah. You're getting fucked up. You want to know how that guy got fucked up? This is a terrible story, mm. but okay, this is uh, this yeah. shit happens, right? Well, they catch him slipping on the in the parking garage. Mm-hmm. Jump. You guys had a parking garage? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, bombs, yeah. All right, keep going. So, um, catch his ass in, in the, the parking garage. That Obviously, th- these guys have just got back. They're in doing their back in the saddle. Yeah. You know? They're fucking, still a little fucking crazy. They're still a little crazy, yeah. all wound up. They jump his ass and rape him and then throw him off. The, the dudes dirt. raped him? The three dudes raped one dude for falling asleep during the KIA ceremony. I don't understand how you could ever, like, I don't get the whole, I'm going to rape you to establish dominance over you. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was like, crazy, man. Like, You want to fuck me? What? There was a whole, like. <laughs> You're silly. It, it was crazy, man. It was like a. That's scary. Right? That, that's prison. Like, honestly, 20, especially 20. I, I don't, yeah. That's my only experience, right? 20 on Palms is like prison. We've had fucking barracks. How barracks many people from, you have killed yourself, killed themselves in the barracks? Uh, we had one guy try to kill himself in the armory, but he was unsuccessful. Oh, we had two dudes fucking do it. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had two. Um, We had two. In my five years, I mean, it, both incredibly sad stories. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, they fucking did it. Yeah. But um, 
it was always a weird, weird um, aura that presented itself. That left in the barracks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when, like, two days later, we get a new corpsman, and they move him into the room, and there's still a hole in the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Th- those barracks but are... there, but there, But there was new linens, so that's all right. Did they do like an investigation as to why the person did it and all that? That's a story for another time. Yeah, it's it, it, it just, it was just that the whole thing is wild. The barracks are very, I, I guess the idea I've been we've been tiptoeing around this entire conversation is the barracks are very, um, very special place. I love the barracks. I man. miss the barracks. I don't like married Marines coming into. This is one thing that I always mm. I hated that. Get if, the fuck out of here on field day too. Yeah. Go, but but you're not going to go home if the 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 common areas, bitch. Go clean the common areas. Yeah. No, our guys went home. I hate that. I all, all, that shit. They were all. If you were married in the infantry, you're probably not a fucking. Like, it was always a you know, staff NCOs and shit, yeah. or you know at least sergeants typically married. They they that <clears throat> that was one thing we were they were always really good about is letting us be free to be us on field day. We 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 didn't let married Marines inspect rooms if we're keeping the boots up. We did. Uh, so especially from NCOs, right? So people, people that don't know, field day is whenever it's a weekly cleaning of the rooms. Yeah, you have to clean the fuck out of it. Like clean your room. Like not... White the, glove, no dust. Let there be fucking ice in your freezer, bitch. You have to melt the ice that's in your freezer. You, yeah. They're underneath the bed. On the, 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 the I used to keep uh, some dirt in my pocket when I would go inspect rooms. Of course, that's a as an NCO or like a, you know, that's a a fucking asshole. Yeah, because this is a the tactic though that mm-hmm. the military or especially like I don't know about the military. I can't speak for everybody, but when you have 140 people living in very close quarters, things have to be incredibly clean, or everyone's gonna get sick. We clean though. It to we would literally wipe. The tile, like all the porcelain that was. I'd on use half a gallon of bleach once a week. Yeah, it, it it's it was like absurd how much we cleaned. Mm-hmm. We cleaned a lot, so that's what a field day is. It's not like in yeah. you know elementary school. We're not having fun. This this is the least fun part and of then, being in the military. But it's the best part when you're not a boot anymore. You're running field day. That's the time that I think uh, a lot of discipline is instilled. Yeah. But also a lot of crazy shit happens on field day. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot of hazing going goes on. Yeah, we uh, had, um, it was always the machine gunners. They were having kids doing uh, push-ups in bleach yeah. while kicking them in the ribs. One guy I know. Um, Those dudes went to the brig. Yeah, this, this one guy that I know went to the brig because he was he was a, a E3, which mm-hmm. is like the Lance Corporal in the Marine Corps. It's a third level up from the bottom. Well, he's in charge of, uh, he was a good Marine. Yeah. Bad judgment call here, and he fucked his life up. So he's doing field day, and as we've all gone through, there's, like, some ritual process behind this, yeah. right? But he took it too far. So mm. he's walking by the room. The doors are all open. There's the the, the junior Marines are uh, on the floor, scrubbing the ground. He walks by, drinking beers, tosses them in, breaks the bottle, yeah. and then he makes them low-call low call through it. Oh, that's fucked up. That's just fucking stupid. Yeah. I used it to get drunk and get to know my Marines. So did I. I would drink and then I'd go by. I know it seems unprofessional. I'd go sit in their rooms and talk to them until fucking 3 a.m. Right. And, you know, the next day you wake up and you go and you make them run six miles. Yeah. One of the craziest things that. Who uh, who could puke less when we're all hungover. I loved getting boots drunk. It's fucked up, but I loved it. The two most important parts of that discipline experience and part of the ritual process to gain respect not to gain respect and still some sort of to care, bond to bond yeah it, it, it's it's really ritualistic right yeah uh our field days which are the cleaning mm-hmm. days uh and then pt yeah pt is whenever you separated the men from the boys mm-hmm. and you made fucking men or they got to you like if an nco was weak he would get fucking lit up on on um, PT day, like or, or every day for PT. You know, I loved it too because like after a few months of a deployment build up, when you know, they're still fucking boots, but there's not much more you could teach them. Mm-hmm. Boots is a term that junior Marines, yeah, they're they're the new guys, the guys that haven't deployed yet. Yeah, um, 
the nice part about it though, I love that point when you could be incredibly hungover and you walk up to your guys and go, what do you guys want to do for PT today? And they go, I kind of feel like lifting. And you go, perfect answer. I'll see you guys later. And then they go to the gym and you go to your barracks room to fucking sleep it off. Yeah, that's a, though, that extra, that extra hour is so valuable, especially, but that, that only, that only, excuse me, that only happens post deployment when everybody's relaxed. Yeah. And everybody has earned their place now. Yeah. Because something about a deployment, you know, you, you we get Oki Marines, which is Okinawa. Going, going on a weekend vacation trip with a new girlfriend is a big step in a relationship. Now imagine going on a weekend trip with a new coworker for seven months. Yeah. You know, it just, it, that they become family. Yeah. That's as much like I, any fucking mortarman that came after me or before me that like, that is family. They are my fucking boys. And like when I see their careers, the dudes that stayed in that I, you know, Hanahan had a hand in raising, there's a, you know, a little sense of pride. You yeah. know, it's nice. And it, you do raise them. Yeah. Uh, you you teach them. You give them everything that you gain. You deal with breakups. Yeah. Like, I, or at least, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I opened, like I was there for my guys no matter what it was. Are you still? Oh, yeah. I, I talked to, um, I talked to like two generations below me, like my grandbabies more than like my direct boots but that's because he has his shit together mm-hmm. but yeah like i my mortar section the five years you know dudes before me dudes after me like we're all still pretty good in touch which i'm very happy about yeah i i'm still communicate with the guys that raised me some of the office like mm-hmm. one of my old officers got me the job that i have now basically oh he- shit yeah I, I talked to a bunch of my like old lts like they're they're I prefer, I connect more with those dudes than I do a lot of the 11s I served with. Why do you think that is? Um I don't I don't know. I I think it's because I d- didn't join the Marines when I was 18. I I mean I was 19 turning 20 when I went to boot camp. So I th- I think it was a uh, I don't know. I, I want to say I was more mature and stuff, but um nobody's really mature mature right in the Marine, yeah. at that level in the Marine Corps. But, I mean yeah, there are some, right? Yeah, I I just I don't know. The people that stick in your life, stick in your life. People that don't, don't. Yeah, I I find myself gravitating towards like officers yeah. as well. And then like, I'm not saying like they seek me out, mm-hmm. but they they definitely make themselves available, right? Yeah. And uh, for for my for my kids, like I've time and time again have you know commented on their things. I follow their. Oh yeah. yeah I, I communicate with them still to this day, and uh, it's not like. They are, they're men now. Some yeah. of them are, are fucking going to be gunny soon, you know? Yeah, some have fucking kids older than my kid. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, my boots are, uh, they're all staff sergeants now, I think. There's a special place that, that I'll always have for them. I and mean, I'll always be available. They're family, dude. Uh, like all the Marines. Every fucking, all, all, all my fucking guys. Do you think that every Marine that has ever served, though, this is like a, a yeah. Uh, is is part of that family? No, right. I I feel the same way. Like yeah. just because we're both Marines doesn't mean that we're going to get along. Yeah, but there there is a common denominator there, right? Oh, so, you 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 start off at a better place than most people do, but right. I still don't fucking know you. Yeah, they, they, I especially with like prior military mm-hmm. or Marines. I'm actually more concerned about you because those kind of tend to be the personalities or the lifestyles that are a bit more hectic than normal people. Right. I, I'm going to kind of hold you to a different standard. Yeah. So if you're not meeting that standard in my eyes, then I really don't fuck with you. You know, uh, I feel that. So you want to call it there. It's Tuesday. We managed to do a whole episode without talking about what's happening today. And more importantly, do you know what happens next week? What happens next week? Next week from when this episode releases, it will be the Marine Corps birthday. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. You unmotivated. It is one day of the year. More like 48 hours of Veterans Day where I don't feel bad about posting a shit ton of pictures and going full on moto fucking hard dick for the Marine Corps. I'm going to do it. What do you 
going to do for the Marine Corps birthday? I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, I, I think we should record. Mm-hmm. I want to do something physical. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to go run. I want to go do jiu-jitsu. I want to test myself. I will go do a jiu-jitsu course with you. Will you? Uh, I'll, let's no do, uh, we'll do either on Veterans Day or the Marine Corps birthday day. We will we will fucking do jujitsu, record a fucking podcast episode. Uh, I want to drink some fucking beers. Absolutely, might eat some mushrooms. I don't know if we're somewhere where mushrooms are legal. Then we will eat mushrooms if they are legal. If not, we'll just eat shiitake. Right. Yeah. Um, I have just the instructor for that day that we can go to mm-hmm. because he is also a uh, motivated. You want to go shooting too? Devil tard. Let's go shooting. Let's go shooting too. Yeah. Let's 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 do the full fucking that that day. Let's is, just fucking devil dog. Let's just fucking devil dog it up. Oh, we're so fucking gay. All right. Well, till next time. Next time. That's it.